Mike, when you when you ran into the middle of the dance floor, uh, what was your initial goal? What did you do that for? Uh, so let me let me tell you, Steve. I'm I just become one with the music, man. I'm an interpretive dancer. I see a pretty lady. My goal is to just try to have some fun. What was the Maybe ultimate goal? A makeout, Steve. Okay, but what did you <laughs> do it for? What did you do it all for? Oh, oh, what what's uh? <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, Could you for, have... for love? I did it all for love, Stephen. Right? Is no, it... maybe like a more urban dictionary version of that. More uh, what uh, what is what is love? Um... Mike, is that a cookie you have there? <laughs> for the love of Christ, what did you do it for? Oh, the, the nookie! God! <laughs> uh, wow, we pushed it all the way uphill, and we finally got there. I really just want to see. How much longer we can go? <laughs> the episode's only 40 minutes, and it hasn't even started. In fact, on that note, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone. Yay. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. I'm Steve Trollinger, thanking Mike for not saying, and Mike Russell, like he's the last person that's going to talk. It was really hard not to. <laughs> we'll see if he remembers at the end. <laughs> Steve, we missed you last time. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like that absence was conspicuous. Oh, I don't know. It's I don't almost think... as if Steve knew what was going to be discussed and decided that he better have something else to do that week. He calls his parents to come into town. Yes. Mommy, Daddy, please come to school. <laughs> I can't do it. can't talk about the song. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> to leave a voicemail, press three. Boop. <laughs> Did you introduce your parents to the podcast? I did in the sense that I that you shared the link to download I, it and I, made them do it right in front of I you. I informed them that I was doing it, and then was like, "Oh, also, don't listen to it ever." <laughs> and they this. said, and they said, "Why?" And I said, "Well, because I say like bad words, and we discuss, you know, irreverent subject material." And then my mom was like, "Oh, why do you do that?" <laughs> but but on the Facebook page, she did like. She did like the page. Did she? She liked the page. Yes. Wow. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. So yeah. if she ever listens to this, thank you, Mom. But thanks, Steve's mom. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Steve's mom and dad. <laughs> so, so Limp Biscuit, huh? He yeah. Lo- he loved moms. No, Limp Biscuit uh, is a band uh, fronted by a... Quotation Mr. marks. Yes, 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 in the, in the loosest sense. Fronted by Fred Durst. And the song that we have today uh, by this band is called Nookie. It goes a little something like this. Sorry, guys, I think the track is skipping a little bit. <laughs> No, I think that was him skipping a little bit. I think his brain just kind of like went on repeat for a second. No, like you guys just out. don't appreciate the lyrical genius of Fred Durst. Okay, he he just uh, kept his he just kept his finger on the on the on the repeat button hey, on the board while hey, he while he drank hey. some sort of some sort of shitty like forty that you buy at a corner store. Yeah. All right, so 
Limp Bizkit uh, was a thing that happened. That's Yeah, that's all I have to say in the match. So he had uh, an earlier formation, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Mike, what you just said, wow, they had an early formation, huh? You could literally say for every band. How much on- money did they make off that album? They started in 1992. <laughs> what? So Limp Bizkit, uh, Mike, you're 100% right. They did have an early formation. Their early formation was around 1995 in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, and which makes total sense. This seems like a band that could They're from, from Jacksonville, Florida? <laughs> They're from Jacksonville, Florida. I am flabbergasted. You don't say that Limp Biscuit was formed in North Central Florida. The just the just the the home base for all America America's greatest headlines. Jacksonville, Florida man, dot dot dot. Yes. It eats the face of another man. Yes, throws crocodile through drive-through window. Jacksonville, Florida man begins terrible band and tours nationwide. Well, actually, uh, most of the research that I did on uh, Limp Bizkit's early formation came from a, a book by Colin Devenish called Limp Bizkit. There was literally a book that came out in 2000 Someone about Someone wrote Bizkit. literature about Limp Bizkit? It seems so counterintuitive, but yes, they did. There's a book on Limp Bizkit. Do you know how many pages was in the book? I don't know. Was I don't it know, illustrated? I don't know how many pages. I don't know how many pictures. I don't know how many tabs popped up that you could pull to have like things move look i'm just gonna say right now for the benefit of our many florida listeners of which i'm sure there are at least several uh i'm gonna get super east coast elite this episode with this song so you can you just hate on me all you want i'm just letting you know that that's what's going to happen just giving a heads up that's a heads up (laughs) and if you don't care then i don't care ah so fred durst had an interest in breakdancing hip-hop and punk rock and heavy metal as a youth, which he wanted to channel into music. So he played in some bands in Jacksonville, Florida. So, so what you're saying to me is that Limp Bizkit is essentially the like fruitcake of bands. What do it's you mean? Someone who took four by themselves, completely wholesome and terrific uh, items, and then mixed them together so that it brings out all of the worst qualities of every single one of them. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's okay. what people were calling me in high school? And they called me a fruitcake? Was that... I just... I wasn't ever... sure what it meant. So, anyway. Fred Durst played in some bands as a youth. Uh, but he eventually left all of them. And in uh, the book, Limp Biscuit, which, by the way, I heartily recommend everyone read Limp Biscuit by Colin Devenish to learn about the early history of this... Uh, "Quote unquote band." Why? <laughs> he brings up an excellent question, Nick. Why should we do this? Because Limp Biscuit was one of the uh, worst. I was gonna say earliest pioneers of new metal. Oh. Yeah, one of the worst pioneers of new metal. <laughs> he is the Sakaj- the- He is the Sacagawea of new metal. One of the worst pioneers of the worst new metal. He pioneered how truly awful new metal could be. <laughs> but somebody had to, Steve, okay? And that's what we that's what we we are here on this episode to give Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit the appreciation that they have been denied for nigh on their entire career. All right. Stunned silence is exactly what you'd be greeted with as I continue with the history of this phenomenal band. So I mean Fred- I was I was gonna take some time and read like a book on the Wars of the Roses or something like that, but yeah, I could read about Limp Biscuit instead. The real War of Roses was between Fred Durst and some of his early bands that he had a falling out with. 
Wait, he had multiple fallings out with multiple bands. Well, yeah, he was. Well, he was in a band called uh, called Malachi Sage at one point that he left. Are you sure it's not Malachi Sage or Melancholy Sage? Like M A L A C H I. I feel like Fred just Malachi. Would, it's Malachi. But I feel He's like Fred Durst would call it Malachi. He probably did. I'm not going to. I'm in Malachi Sage. I'm not going to discount that. But yeah, that's probably what happened. Uh, so Fred just, when he left the last band uh, prior to forming Limp Bizkit, he told the bass player, Sam Rivers, that, uh, well, actually, you know what? Steve, you have kind of the best Fred Durst impression, I think, amongst the three of us. And I, I, f- I feel like we need to really say it in the way that Fred Durst probably would have said it Absolutely, to Sam Rivers. Yeah. Uh, so he told the bassist of his former band, quote, You need to quit this band. It's not a man with me. It's like this, rapping or rocking. Rapping and rocking, exactly. That's where it's at. He knew. He he. It's those knew. two things, rapping and rocking. He just spoke like that, just like with a cadence that was kind of rapping, but not quite. Yeah. You're rolling with me. Hey, that's a good name for a song. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Yeah. <laughs> I've been put on the spot. Could I get a number one, a number two? Oh, give me some fries too, man. Are you, yes, are you the yes, bassist? Yes, Sam Rivers. <laughs> Sam Rivers wants some fries. That was a too. masterful Sam Rivers impression, Mike. Yo. Sam Rivers is listening to this red and like, holy shit, that's me. Now, guys, I know a question you're going to ask me just based on the look in your eyes. How did he come up with the name Limp Bizkit? Man, Nick, it's like you're a mind reader over there. It's like we're working from a script or something, and you said the thing that we're supposed to answer. It's almost like that, but we're making this up on the spot. Uh, so... Once again, this is taken from the book, quote, uh, Durst named the band Limp Biscuit because he wanted to, uh, he wanted a name that would repel listeners. According to Durst, quote, <laughs> The name is there to turn people's heads away. A lot of people pick up the disc and go, Limp Biscuit. Oh, they must suck. Those people are the ones we don't even want listening to our music. Um, other names that were considered by Durst included, quote, uh, Gimp Disco, Split Dick Slit. Split Dick Slip is right here. <laughs> uh, Bitch Piglet. Bitch Piglet is right here. And Blood Fart. Blood Fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh and every record label uh, pressured, every record label that was interested in the band pressured them to change the name, but Fred Durst, like a true artist, stuck to his guns and wouldn't let the man tell him what to name his band. Although blood fart, oh, what a missed oh, opportunity! God, that would have been a good one. Who doesn't want to listen to a little blood fart? You know, like <laughs> too much Chipotle will do the same <laughs> thing. Actually, so on the note of Fred Durst, Fred Durst is—he's—I oh, don't want to say he's a controversial figure. That would be giving him way too much credit. He's claimed to have dated Britney Spears, uh, which he's cited no evidence for. Uh, he has feuded with Eminem and Slipknot. Uh, oh, and also. I loved. Uh, he performed at the 2000 MTV Awards along with Christina Aguilera. They share the stage. What? And yeah, and it apparently did not go over well. There was a lot of negative uh, responses to it. And actually, uh, Fred Durst had this one quote uh, that I pulled from MTV News. It was quote in response to the negative reactions to the performance. Uh, Durst remarked, "I already told you guys before. I did it all for the Nookie man. The Nookie. What? The Nookie. When?" Aguilera, in response to Durst's remark, commented, quote, he got no nookie. (laughs) 
Well, I don't care, but she don't care. <laughs> you sound like a Fred Durst, like uh, Woody from Toy Story puppet, where you just pull the string back and he's got like five different things he can <laughs> yeah. say. I only know like three things that he says in these songs. I don't. Like, You're my favorite deputy. If you don't care, then we don't. I care. know that. I know Limpus Kid is right here, and I know I did it all for the Noki, and that's it. Fred Durst has lived his entire life just saying those three or four things. <laughs> and and yes, and yes, my uh, my Fred Durst impression is also heavily skewed towards my uh, uh, David Byrne from the Talking Heads impression. Yeah. They are almost exactly alike. <laughs> it does straddle a line. How did I get here? This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. And I ask myself, where is my nookie? <laughs> keep rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, keep. Well, you know what? Speaking of Nookie, we should actually probably talk about the song in <laughs> oh, question. Because yeah, yeah. there's so much to Fred Durst, but the song Nookie, uh, like I said, holds a special place in my heart and the hearts of millions of angsty suburban white kids about from the ages of, let's say, 25 to 35. Oh, God. They're all grown up and in charge of things now. They are. Ugh. Fred Durst is an independent filmmaker now. What? He's directed some movies. What What was one of the movies he directed? He did some movie with Jesse Eisenberg, like about like it was like a coming of age drama that got a forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So only slightly more than half of the people critiquing hated it. Yes, only slightly more than half hated it. I suppose that is that is a good way to look at it. Um, so Nookie was a song that came out on the nineteen ninety nine Limp Bizkit sophomore album Significant Other. Real step, Listen, real step down compared to their first album title. Uh, well, oh, that was what three dollar bills, y'all. <clears throat> oh, was it? I, yeah, I was referring to the to the chocolate starfish water. That was their subsequent album. And hot dog flavoring. You mean chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water? Yeah, that piece of shit. <laughs> that was a masterpiece. How dare you? A masterpiece of shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was a Nick Brigadier joke, but I did it. Listen, Fred Durst don't care. That I don't care. (laughs) And we don't care. And he don't care. And they don't care. And y'all don't care. Usted don't care. The The royal we don't care. But so guys, you're probably wondering, and once again, I can see the question blazing in your eyes. What is the song Nookie all about? I thought it was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, why don't you tell us, Nick? <laughs> I, thank you, Mike. <laughs> I will tell you. But after what Christina Aguilera said, I have a pretty good guess. <laughs> well, it's funny. When you when you look up the definition of nookie uh, in Urban Dictionary, the first thing it pulls up is, you know, getting it on, which is the main definition of nookie. But literally, yeah. the second definition uh, for nookie is what Fred Durst did it all for. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God he wrote this song because... For decades, we were trying to find the rightful successor to Marvin Gaye's classic sex song, Let's Get It On. And we finally found it. It took like 25 years. But it came. But it came. Uh, uh, no, 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 don't give him that. Yeah, it don't did. Give, don't give him that. Nick was going to say something, but then he shirked. He physically shirked. If you want to know what a physical shirk looks like, I just saw it. But no, the guitarist, uh, Wes Borland, he's, uh, if you ever see a photo of the band, he's always the one who's, like, dressed in, like, the most batshit crazy, like, paint and getup. Like, he looks like he's from, like, some... From op- Guar? He almost <laughs> looks like he should be in Guar, and then juxtaposed with everyone else who looks like, you know, Fred Durst. It's very odd. But he said about the song, uh, Nookie, he said, quote... <clears throat> 
Uh, the uh, uh, the music was cool, but I um, I I just mm, mm, I didn't like the lyrics at all. The funny funny thing is that uh, Noki Noki was actually the uh, working title. When we were in the studio, there was a <laughs> there was oh uh, there was a porn magazine <laughs> that had the word Nuki on the cover. So I was like, hmm, this song's called Nuki now. <laughs> I never thought someone would actually run with it. I suppose it's all my fault. <laughs> God, you were right. That is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> all right, so on to the song Nuki from Fred Durst directly. What Nuki's about? Uh, this came from MTV. Quote: Fred Durst said about the song. It's about my ex-girlfriend, how she treated me like shit, and I couldn't leave her, wouldn't get over it, he said. She screwed my friends and used me for my money. I tried to figure out why I did it, and I figured I did it all for the nookie. What? The nookie. Huh? The nookie. And what an excellent segue to nookie. He seems a little like, I don't know what the term would be, but he's like, maybe I should give her a break. Because this whole song is essentially about, I guess, him being screwed over by some lady early on in his life. Yo, but what about his friends fucking his girlfriend? They don't sound like friends to me. But yeah, but he isn't, he's not mad at them. Well, no, he says he feels like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey. Sorry, I had to kick Nick in the shin to get him to stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> wonder if Fred Durst just had like a nervous tick and they just channeled it into the music. Or maybe That's not. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Seven times he says it. Seven times he says like a chump. Hey. What, <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> like a, like chump. a chump. Hey. Like, like a chump. Hey. Like a chump. Hey. Like a chump. Wait, that's four or five. <laughs> hey. Like a chump. Six. Hey. I wonder what the the seven times. Oh, maybe that's how I'm, many dudes she fucks. That is, I was gonna Whoa. say the exact same thing. That Holy is probably crap. the amount of times she went around behind him on his back, like a like a runaround Sue. But what? So what did he do? No, I will. So basically, <laughs> so I got like, cheated on for the nookie. Like this song is a lot like uh, that meatloaf song. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. In that, it's really up to the song. audience to interpret exactly what it is the hell that he's talking about. Well, no, from, he never answers. From what I understand, and it's not anal. Everyone says it, and for years they've been saying it. He was talking about he doesn't want to do anal sex, and that's what it is. But it's not. If you listen closely to the lyrics, Mike, what he's actually saying is that he doesn't want to cheat on her. He'll do anything for love, but he won't cheat on her for love, which is a weird thing to promise someone. But when you look like Meatloaf, you just got to throw things at the wall and hope something sticks. Wait, that whole preceding 30-second monologue was about Meatloaf? In yes. this Limp Bizkit song, Topsy. Yes. Oh, god damn. I am, I, am, I am literally struggling to talk about any other band but Limp Bizkit in the Limp Bizkit episode. Listen, when Limp Bizkit says he did it all for the nookie, what I think he is saying is he put up with this woman who was 
playing games with his emotions and tearing him around because he just wanted the nookie. The, he wanted. He was. He just. He just really wanted to. To you know, get it on with this lady, and he was putting up with all this for the nookie. And what way, I don't get is what the cookie is about. The and and why we're shoving it up our ass. Oh, up he our doesn't yes. say that. He says he yes. He doesn't yeah. say that. We're listening to the explicit. Stop version. reading into that. Stick it up you're your reading. Yeah. You're reading that into it. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Why do you think about butts all the time, Mike Russell? I you don't want to well, put we cookies in your butt, don't you? We were just talking about some anal sex with meatloaf, and I was like, "All right, so if I'm not having the meatloaf, singer or the I'm meat? not having meatloaf in my ass, and, but maybe I'm having cookie in my ass too." You what know? are you talking about? <laughs> because you're you shoving a meatloaf in your ass, Listen. or meatloaf the singer. <laughs> Take it any way you will. Up the ass. And we, I've already it. done and that. You said meatloaf will do anal sex for love. That's what we've dis- discussed. That was the working no, title of I'm I saying, will do anything for love. I'm saying that no. He would do anything for love except that. And you said the except that was not anal sex. So meatloaf will do anal Guys, sex. Guys, this has nothing to do with Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why shoving cookies up my butt were on my mind. Because I was just thinking about meatloaf in my butt. What I think happened what? was... They, so we already know that Nookie was just a working title that they decided to run with. Limp Bizkit, the band, is already so far along in the lyric writing process that they decide it's going to be about Nookie. They don't know what else rhymes with Nookie. Cookie is the only thing that I can think of that rhymes with Nookie. Bookie. Where's the bookie at? Sookie, but True Blood wasn't around then. Yeah. Rookie. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you said Snooky already. I didn't say Snooky. I said uh, Sookie. Oh. Sookie Stackhouse from True Blood. But Snooky from Jersey Shore also could have been there. Yeah. See, the song was too early. In 1999, none of these references were around yet. <laughs> yeah. There were so many other things he could have oh, rhymed so ahead with. of its time. It really was. It really was. He was originally going to call this song Orange, but nothing rhymed with that. And they got inspired because next to that porn magazine with Nookie on it was an orange. Like, let's call it Orange. <laughs> Am I reading into that a little bit? Maybe. Did I just make that up? Possibly. Am I trying too hard? Almost certainly. Steven. <laughs> what? Oh wow. I meant in the context of what you were coming up with. Like, not you, but like the band in the moment. Are they trying Steven, to Steven, I more? feel about you right now how I think Fred Durst felt about this woman. Ugh. I feel like you're fucking a bunch of guys behind my back. I mean, I'm not. Well, why am I the chump then? Hey. Yay. Like a chump. Hey. 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 Who's that eight? God damn it, Steve. Wait a second. What? Guys. Yes? He's a real chump. Let me tell you why. He's, he's, he's said it seven times already, but please tell us why. He did it all for the nookie and still didn't get the nookie. That's what he just said. No, he says, why did it take so long? Why did I wait so long to figure it out? But I did it, and I'm the only one underneath the sun who didn't get it. 
Oh, I said didn't get it, like didn't understand. He didn't happening. get the nookie, man. Ah, oh, so many layers. <laughs> wow. Didn't get it means he could have not gotten He's the Christopher Marlowe of our time. He was what? waiting the whole time to get some from his girlfriend and didn't get nothing, dude. He didn't get, he didn't get anything. And she fucking banged seven dudes while he was waiting to get some. Potentially. Potentially. I think you're right. I think no, I think you're right. You, that 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 like a chump seven times was not just some arbitrary thing he decided to do. It it, it had a deeper symbolic meaning. Oh yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna cheat on Fred Durst, I can. And you look like the kind of son of a bitch who would. <laughs> I I immediately can think of at least seven other people I can cheat on him with. Name them right now. Uh, let's see. There is Gustav Dora. Ooh, what uh, an artist. There's, uh, uh, Christopher Marlowe. Ooh, what a writer. Um, uh, <laughs> there's the bassist in, from Limp Bizkit. Ooh, what a bassist. The drummer from Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Ooh, what a percussionist. Uh, Eric Martin, the lead singer of Mr. Big. So a lot of musicians is what yeah. you should go well, for. Yeah, well, look, I mean... Wow, you really like fucking musicians. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point where there's plenty plenty of other musicians that are better looking and not as awful as Fred Durst for me to cheat on him with. Hey, who says Fred Durst is awful? Just because he wants to move to Crimea with his third wife and praises Vladimir Putin. That well, that's very in vogue. It is. It is. He, Russia. He Russia's got, very in now. People. He got. He got into that before it was all like commercialized. Like everyone wanted in on it. You mean back when Crimea was part of Ukraine and not Russia? Yeah. yeah. Yo, they need that warm water port, right? Is that what's going on over there? <sighs> actually, <laughs> like, you know oh my god, that is actually an insightful bit of neo uh, of uh, of uh, geopolitics from Mike Russell. It's literally the only thing I know <laughs> about Crimea. Like he. <laughs> wow, I am. Huh. Well, you know what? You know how I learned that fact is I had a social studies teacher, and she would sing certain facts, and I'll never forget certain facts, right? Come here, part of Ukraine. No, no, she would just be like, "They need that one more point." She literally would sing. Cry me a warm water port. She's like an 80-year-old lady, and she just sing that every... We, that we is need, awesome. We need a song to to report on on, on <laughs> Mrs. Feldman is the name I'm going to give her. Yes. Well, no, actually... <laughs> Mike, Mike, you make me feel like Kermit the Frog sometimes, because I'm just shaking... I always feel you like did, I'm shaking you my shake head. shake your head quite a lot, Steve. I'm, uh, <laughs> I would look up for, like, uh, uh, what's that word when you're looking for... Um, Acknowledgement, validation. validation of what I'm saying, and just, just my lips are drawn in like a thin straight line across yeah. my face, like just Kermit. Just stop it, stop it right there. Yeah, he stole lyrics from Eve Six. <laughs> oh, what? That's from the, the Eve Six song. The, 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 the tender, tender heart in a blender. Watch this band round to a beautiful oblivion. Look up right now. Which song came out first, this or that? Look it up right now. One year before. Oh, my God. Motherfucker. I've cracked it. You've cracked the code? Of, of any band. They, okay, look. If you're going to steal lyrics... Try stealing them from a band that isn't your contemporary, from a song that didn't come out a year before yours, while you were probably in the process of writing the song, and also maybe pick a better band. <laughs> that was the master 
That was the master track you decided to pull from? <laughs> was Eve 6 inside out? <laughs> Yo, that's a good line, though. That he didn't write! That's, um, yeah, but I mean, if you're going to steal... Yeah, he, he, got a, he got a lot of rhymes out of that. Uh, hidden agenda, she put my tender heart in a blender, and still I surrendered. Uh, no, he got two rhymes out of that, because the other two he took from someone. He took from Eve fucking six. He built upon a foundation of other artists, which is all music is. It's building upon a foundation that comes before it. Fred Durst stacking up that pyramid to... But again, when people sample things, they usually try to give themselves, like, I don't know, a 20-year gap in between their song and the song yeah. they're taking from. Like Black Eyed Peas did with My Humps. Exactly. Like, not a year before. <laughs> and I, I feel like there's there was no lawsuit on behalf of Eve 6, because I'm pretty sure the band members of Eve 6 sat down and was like, we're not getting any money from Limp Bizkit, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no. They, they totally look like the kinds of guys that, despite, like, Losing in court and an order to pay us a sum, we will never see a single cent of that money. They totally look like those dudes. Yeah, yes. yes. Wait, hang on. I'm starting this from the beginning. I, I, Not the very beginning. Uh, no, all, we, we're going we all the way back to the beginning song. of the song. God. Steve. Bob. These are the guys. Harold. Ramondo. Jack. Sasquatch. <laughs> the Sasquatch. Come on. The Sasquatch. I remember I loved the cookie part as a kid because it felt like rebellious. Like, oh boy, he's sticking that cookie up his uh, the naughty place. But I don't understand it. Every every high it's, school health class warns against sticking things up your yeah. <laughs> it's part of every curriculum. <laughs> Now, children, be sure not to stick any edible objects up your yeah. Sir, what does yeah mean? You know what the fuck it means, you little bastard. Sit down. I'm the gym teacher. Why am I teaching this class? Yeah. I want to see you on the ropes next week, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean it'd be... It, would you wear... <laughs> yes, we're on a we're on a tight schedule. Do you think, here, there's, right? do you think there's cookie flavored um, underwear? Yes, I know if there's, there's, if, like there's, if there's hot dog flavored water, there's cookie flavored underwear. There is there is there is edible underwear. Uh, I know for a fact that there are many different flavors. There's a strawberry flavor. I know. I thought you were, were going to say I know for a fact I'm wearing one now. I'm I look sometimes you're on the train late at night yeah. and you're hungry and there's not a lot open. Oh god. Uh, oh. Imagine so. if a bodega just sold edible underwear. I'm really hungry though. Sometimes I run out and I'm like, oh, but I'm out of regular underwear too. And then I notice a box of fruit roll ups in the cupboard. I'm like, oh, that'll work. That'll work just the same, I think. being a little earnest here you know it's music slowing down some ethereal like drum and bass going on yeah now it's now it's boring in addition to being terrible <laughs> he really branched out there at the end yeah i mean who says it's got to be like loud aggressive and terrible but it could be slow mellow and terrible oh man nothing i like better than listening to some slow mellow terrible music <laughs> nothing keeps me awake or interested more <clears throat> Then lyrics I can barely make out 
He said, I'm only human. It's so easy for your friends to give you their advice. They tell you to let it go, but it's easier said than done. Well, yeah, especially when your friends are the ones who fucked your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, why are you going to take their yeah. advice? I mean, well, they got the nookie. Maybe, you know, they could tell Fred. Yeah, but know. I wouldn't <laughs> listen to Sasquatch anyway. Damn. Go back to the woods, Sasquatch. Get away from my girl. Damn that, Raimondo. <laughs> Raimondo, Sasquatch, Jack and Steve, and Bob, I think it was in there. Bob, right? yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but they're just trying to tell him, yo, man, just let it go. You're freaking she out. She doesn't <laughs> want you, right, Sasquatch? <laughs> she hooked up with Sasquatch, and he can't even talk. <laughs> Are you fucking Sasquatch? You fucking Sasquatch? Listen, Fred, okay, he's just, he's just a friend. He listens, Fred, okay? He don't look like no friend. He walking around with no pants on. <laughs> he doesn't wear pants. His penis is much bigger than mine. I'll tell you that right now, because I don't care, and you don't care. Four minutes left in the song. No, that is the total. That is the total length of the song. Are you, okay, okay. We're right. ne- we're nearing the end. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nookie is a 13-minute audio epic that oh takes you God. on a journey of Fred Durst. <laughs> uh, I ran out of wanting to talk about this like like 25 minutes ago. You're saying you're not invested in Fred Durst, who is a the definition of chivalry, I'm sure. Who has been screwed over? You don't. You don't. You're not feeling what he's feeling. I think she. I think she baked him the cookies. <gasps> okay, as wait, an apology. Wait. So, she baked him the cookies, and he's so outraged she would even do that. He's like, "So hey, you can take that cookie you just baked, <laughs> that Betty Crocker <laughs> bullshit, and stick it up your yeah, yeah, and two for Sasquatch." Stick up his yeah too. Yeah, exactly. But Fred, in high school, I remember I was told by my gym teacher not to stick cookies up my yeah. This is something I can relate to with Fred Dirk. Nothing's gonna change. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that. No, because the thing is, uh, you know, he uh, he didn't get the nookie. He got nothing, and he's but he's still not gonna change. So he's still never gonna get the nookie, man. And it's like yeah, I feel that I, I can't change my ways. I keep dropping the ball, and I'm gonna probably keep doing it for a long time. Hey, <laughs> you'll get that nookie. I believe in you. You'll get that nookie. You will. Just don't, just don't, don't call it nookie when you're with her. <laughs> hey, baby, what do you say we, you and I? Nookie? Am I using that in the proper context? Wait, where are you going? Is it the, is it the proper tense? Do I have to, like, the why, present tense? Why does Mike sound like Donald Trump? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, every time you do I am going to I am going to give you the best Nookie that you've ever Tremendous had. Nookie. Okay, no, Tremendous no, Nookie. Nobody has Nookie like I do. Believe me. Believe me, okay? I have the best Nookie. We're going to Nookie Bakley. We're going to keep Nookieing. <laughs> Keep America great again! My running mate, my new vice president, Fred Durst, has got some tremendous policies in line for this country. He is really going to do, give it all. He'll give it all for America, folks. Policy one! 
Hands up, now hands down. Policy two, back up, back up. Step three, what you gonna do now? That's a great foreign policy that Fred it's Durst unbelievable, has. Unbelievable, Fred. It's that's unbelievable. The, that's, the, that's the uh, Durst doctrine. <laughs> the Durst doctrine. <laughs> Decades from now in history class, we'll all be learning about the, the, the pivotal Durst doctrine. <laughs> right up there with James Monroe. It's Fred Durst, his foreign policy. Remember, if you're rich, they'll all give you the nookie, okay? <laughs> they let you do anything. And just walk right up and ask for the nookie. They'll even, they'll even shove cookies up your butt, I'll tell you what. And I said to them, I don't care, and they don't care. And we, we don't care. care. The good people of Iowa don't care, do you? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's right, lock her up, lock her up. <laughs> Who let the chicken coop in here? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, chickens built this country, okay? I promise to bring good jobs back to chickens. I am a tremendous friend of chickens. Three days later, I am issuing an an executive order banning all chickens from the continental United States and from military service and our armed forces. Fred Durst, will you please escort the chickens back across the border? Back up! Back up! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Tremendous. (laughs) Tremendous. The greatest. The best. Friends. Many of them. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Some beautiful instrumentation to go out on. Uh, Two minutes of nothingness. (laughs) You know, it's funny, uh, you know, we kid about Fred Durst being Donald Trump's uh, vice president, but he's very cozy with Russia already. Like he, Steve, just, re- so Fred Durst has considered moving to Crimea, and he just had this one quote. It's, the it's last, not, this is the last one. <laughs> yes, yeah, this, this has got to be the last one. But uh, he had this quote about, uh, that it, it was part of a letter that he wrote to like the head of tourism of Crimea, which I don't know. I'm assuming that's someone Russian now. It's still a very tense situation. Uh, but he said, quote, I think that President Putin will understand what kind of person I am, have looked into my eyes, and will know that he has an ally that can help in many things. Durst wrote, according to Izvetsia, I'm sure that we can do many important things together, and it will help Russia, and it will help people all around the world to understand that Putin is a great guy with clear moral principles and a nice person. I love how he said, uh, you know, he knows what kind of person I have. He knows what kind of person I am, having looked into my eyes. So Putin looked behind blue eyes. Okay, first of all, that is a song by The Who. It is a song by The Who, but it's the most downloaded on Spotify. It is the most streamed song by uh, Limp Bizkit. I don't care. They were tired of ruining their own song genres, so they took from they took from a great song from a great band and made it better. (sighs) He made it. His way. Please tell me there's not a there's not a Limp Biscuit cover of a Frank Sinatra Frank Sinatra song. It does say my way at the top. I don't know. I did it my way. What? On my way? Huh? On my way. Well, I 
I don't think there's anything else more to say on Nookie. I think we have dedicated about whatever the length of this episode ends up being, about that much length of time, too much time, to Nookie. But this song died. Oh. It's our solemn responsibility to figure out how it died. I I have a theory. Yes. The song died from a... <laughs> A urinary tract infection. Yes. Uh, Go to, on. <laughs> I mean, dude. I mean, he's got the cookie crumbles <laughs> up in the yay. They went up, wait, they went up his urethra too? Yeah. yeah. Do you know where those connect? <laughs> hey, hey, don't assume this song's gender, folks. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's got to be a UTI. Got to be. UTI. And, and like, it was not getting any... To like flush things out, so it just kind of. Do you have any idea how the human body works? I know when things get in places they shouldn't be. Usually, you get an infection. Steve, how did this song die? <laughs> this song died in the sweltering, uh, uh, bath salts infused heat of Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> this song didn't have a chance. Its origins were from. One of the most roundly mocked areas of our great nation. Possibly the world. Possibly the world. It's, I mean, ah, oh God, I really, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry that I'm making fun of your city so much, Jacksonville. Uh, but you know, but Jacksonville. You know, you know. I know. They're aware. We're all, we're all talking about it all the time. <laughs> Usually the headline, Florida man, dot, 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 or Florida woman, dot, 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 it's you. It just... It's place of origin it's is what place killed of origin. It had, it had no shot. There was no chance that band was coming out of Jacksonville, Florida, and putting together a cohesive, coherent, <laughs> meaningful song about the sexual relations of men and women. Uh, it's easy. Sasquatch. Sasquatch, Rolando, Steve, Jack, all the other guys, they literally killed... Fred Durst's chance for Nookie. They did. They did. <laughs> well, I think that about sums it up. Everyone, oh, thank God. you very much for lending your ears. Um, once again, you can find us on Facebook. We are on Twitter at uh, Songtopsy Report at both of those. We have the songtopsyreport.com. You can email us, uh, songtopsyreport at gmail.com. Please, if you have a song that you think is terrible enough to be on this show, we would love to hear it. Uh, do you, either of you gentlemen have anything you want to plug? There's absolutely nothing going on in either of your I'm lives. I'm waiting for Mike. We're going counterclockwise. Every time I hear words, I just keep thinking about cookies up butts, like, plugged. Like, okay, so, okay. Uh, no, um, uh, I've got... Got nothing happening. I suppose. <laughs> nothing going on. Do right no now. cookies. No nookies. No. <laughs> no. Do you have places where people can reach? Oh you? yeah, you can reach me at mrmikerussell.com. Is it live? Oh, it is still under construction. <laughs> uh, you can go to the under construction page anytime you want. Error four hundred four mikerussell.com. <laughs> Mister mikerussell.com. Mike, Get Mike on Russell. that. You have been talking about this like from the first episode. I know. I know. I've got some. I've got some work to do. I still need. I need photos of myself. If I'll you, take pictures if, of you. If anyone wants to take photos of me, I'll get tell you where me. I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, how about you? Any place we can? Uh, I can. Uh, uh, you can uh, shout at me. Uh, whatever, <laughs> Jacksonville. Whoever, whatever Jacksonvillians yeah. out there. All can, of Jacksonville. Can Jacksonvillians, if you ask me? Ah, ah you haven't done that one. Uh, can can shout at me on Twitter. 
at uh, your man Trollo, Trollo with one L. Um, <laughs> if you put my name in the search engine, Stephen Trollinger, you'll find it anyway. So feel free to do that. Because he's a uh, he's a very famous actor. Okay, yeah, you type super, in Stephen Trollinger. Super famous. Uh, there. Uh, I also have a website under construction, StephenTrollinger.com. Oh, I'm glad it's also still it's, under yeah, construction. Yeah, it's not just you. Don't worry. Um, and uh, and yeah, those those two places. And I also uh, occasionally frequent the the Song Topsy Report websites and emails as well. So I can read those if you like. <laughs> Uh, We've gotten some great emails already, guys. So, so many. Keep keep sending them in. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, I am Nick Breedier. I'm Mike Russell. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm Stephen Trollinger. And we will see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>